This is Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show, and Ella's Leash Production. Heard as a podcast around the world, but heard first on radio stations 100.7 WHUD-FM and Real Country 920, 1260, and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Shine On, bringing you healers and dreamers and people who want to make life richer. It's your time to shine on. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you for tuning in today. Today, you're going to meet a woman who inspires me daily, and I hope she will lift you up wherever you are today. And we're going to have a conversation about your money. We're going to talk to your money. We're going to see what that brings up, maybe all kinds of emotions. And those are just the emotions we need to heal. And you'll meet a businesswoman who is on the go, fueled by CBD oil. I am so happy you're here. As I've said many times on this show, I wake up to many inspirational emails in my mailbox each morning because I need it. From Abraham, Esther Hicks, Napoleon Hill, the Betty Ford Center, Tut, the Universe Speaks. Then I've got four mantra reminders that go off on my phone at separate times of the day. And at some point of the day, I'll go searching social media for a woman who makes my day, Terry Bodie. Terry will have a picture and a note of encouragement as she heads out in hot pants and a cutoff to get some exercise, or she'll have a photo of herself and her daughter out dancing, or having lunch with her 91-year-old mother. Wherever Terry is, she is having a party. Sometimes her photo shows her chemo port or holding onto an IV pole, but always smiling broadly and looking so hot and encouraging us not to sweat the small stuff. And Terry, I see you're back home in Arizona now, but I was just checking out your pictures from all over New York City. It was a spur of the moment trip. I didn't have chemo that week. My mom said, you know what? I'm sending you to New York. You need a break. Beautiful. And let's let the world know who you are. So I know you're a mother. I know you're a daughter. I know you're a school teacher, right? Correct. That is right. Now, have you been teaching lately? I am going to start again because the new year has started, so I'm waiting for my friends to call me so I can sub. So I substitute teach on the days that I feel good and the days that I don't have chemo and injections. All right. And I love it. How long have you been with this diagnosis? Oh, my goodness. Let's see. First diagnosed, 2000, so 18 years. 2011 is when it went to stage four. So I've been on chemo nonstop since 2011, but originally diagnosed 18 years ago with breast cancer. That's a lot to take in. Basically, for as long as I've been on my morning radio show, you've been dealing with breast cancer. Correct. I sure have. It has been one amazing and very scary journey. Yes. But I see you every day on Facebook. Let me back up. Let me say this. We met at a fundraiser for the uh, Franciscan Friars of the Atonement in Yonkers, where somebody flew you to Yonkers to come to this fundraiser at X2O to meet one of your favorite authors, Mary Higgins Clark. That's how you and I hooked up. That was such a great night. Oh, it was such a beautiful night. Yes, memories. It was incredible. I was blessed. So since then, I've been watching you on Facebook. And then it's been a couple of years. We've been Facebook friends a couple of years now, right? Yes, at least. And so I know your mom and I know your daughter. And when you're on Facebook, you are the most inspiring person. You post about Uh your workouts. You post (laughs) about your your girls' nights out. You post about your dancing. You post about your cocktails. Um, Yes, yes. Tell us how you're living your life. You know what? Before all of this cancer, 
I used to sweat the small stuff all the time. Oh, I would complain, oh my goodness, I've got to wake up and go to work and yada yada. Oh, I don't know if I can do this. Oh, I have a headache, you know? And you get diagnosed with this a life-threatening disease, and I'll tell you what, everything changes. You realize the little things I used to complain about, are you kidding me? You know, I wake up every morning fighting for my life. I don't know if it's going to be a day of sickness and ickiness with this cancer. I don't know if it's going to be a good day. But I said it in my mind that this is my nine to five now fighting this cancer. This is my job now, whether it be injections or chemo or scans. Every day is something different. And I tell myself, stay positive, fight it. Enjoy life when you have those good days, live it to the fullest, and, and just be positive and say a lot of prayers. I just, I feel like every morning when I wake up, it is a blessing. This is a new day. I'm getting up. I'm alive. Let's do this, you know? And you just learn to cherish the little things when you're fighting for your life. Now, is this Terry that much different from the pre-cancer Terry? Yes. Yes. I am... I could say a 95% a different person and actually for the better. I know that sounds crazy. Uh, I have stage four cancer and I'm a better person. Well, it's a mind game. It really is. Cancer gets you in all different ways, monetarily, physically, mentally, and it really opens your eyes. And it does. It makes me a better person. Back in the beginning, when it went to stage four in 2011, I probably wouldn't have considered myself a better person. I was pretty mentally distraught. (laughs) I thought for sure, you're kidding me. There's no way I'm going to be able to do this, you know, and you go through that. And then as you fight and get through these chemos and get your mind in a state where this is doable, this is me, I have got to do this and think positively, then you realize, wow, I'm stronger than I ever thought I was, you know? Right. right. And and yeah, I, I mean, like I said, before cancer, I was full of anxiety and would worry over small things, and now, no. No. Little things, uh-uh. I wouldn't get in an airplane. Now, shoot. You Put fly me in an everywhere. airplane. Yes, I fly everywhere. I do everything. I jump out of an airplane. You know, it really teaches you to uh, appreciate little things yeah. and how life is, you know, so it could change. The rug could be pulled right out from under you at any time. We're talking to Terry Bodie, T-E-R-I-B-O-D-E, and I'm going to invite everybody to follow you on Facebook if you don't mind. I would love it. Because I would love it. you are one of the me- the most. First of all, you're having such a fun life, and you have such uh, uh, great abs. Um, <laughs> you really inspire me. Uh, you, you know, you, you you are out of control. Fantastic. So T E R I B O D E. That's right. How old is your mom, and how is old is your daughter now? Yes, my mom is a feisty ninety-one-year-old. She's my strength, and my daughter is 24, soon to be a pharmacist in two years. Wow. And now they, of course, have been on this journey with you. Do they talk about the transformation? You know what? Yes. My daughter was just young when I was first diagnosed, so she's been through it all with me. And she tells me, you know, Mom, the one thing that this cancer has done for you has really made you come out of these little fears that you used to have. And it's funny that she's noticed that, you know? Yeah. I tell her, Mariah, you're right, you're right. And that keeps me going, knowing that she sees that, that I'm strong and that she can be too, and that little fears and things are nothing. 
Right. They're defining for your life, you know. And my mom, yes, she she's never been so proud of me. She has tears a lot that she really doesn't let me see. She wishes that it was her mm. that this was, you know, happening to. But yeah, they. My mom especially has seen the change. She's wow, Terry. From what you were before, with you know, fierce with everything, and now it, it it's amazing to see how strong I am. Yeah, that that's kind of nice. And my friends too, you know, who have been through the first journey with me back in 2000, knew me before pre-cancer, and would always make fun of me. Oh, Terry won't go. She's scared of this. Carrie won't go. She'll have a panic attack. <laughs> and now they just say, my gosh. The strength that was you. in you. Yeah. You never knew exactly. it was there. Exactly. Never knew it was there. Never knew it was there. So, you know, that's how I look at it. It's a positive thing. Of course, a negative thing also, but a very positive. I, I turned it around to be a positive thing and to realize, wow, well, I am a strong person. I do so much more now. And you do so much for other people. What happens oh. when you walk into the hospital or the treatment center or the chemo room? Yeah, that, Casey, is really, it's been my drive. That is the why. I feel like that is my purpose now. I walk into chemo, and my God, it's been nine years straight, nine years straight on chemo. And my nurses, on many occasions, have sat me next to patients who have just newly been diagnosed or patients that feel they're going to give up, and they sit me next to them. And, you know, I'll strike up a conversation and things. And these people who are so scared look at me and I talk with them for a little bit and they find hope. They tell me and they touch my arm. Terry, you have just given me hope. Just yesterday, I thought, absolutely not. Can I do this? I'm dying. And now you've given me hope. And tears sometimes come out of their eyes, tears of joy. And I just feel, oh, my goodness. This is amazing, you know? And then the next day I'll see them, whether they have an injection or chemo again, with a smile on their face, and they come to me and they say, Carrie, I feel like I can do this now. Right. And I say, you bet you bet, you can, you know? And it's happened on more than one occasion. And that is my joy. I kid you not, Casey, to see these people, to give them hope. You know what? You can do this. Look at me. I've been doing it for nine years. You have chemo. Your treatment will probably be done in six months. You can do this. You and, know? And, and you tell them yeah. this, and you tell them this in a really adorable outfit with perfect eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll tell you what. I can't go anywhere without my eyebrows. I've got to put those on. Yes, and I try to get, wear something feisty and fun. It just makes my inner strength come out. Yes. Yeah. So, and I have no hair now, so. Yeah, sometimes you have hair, sometimes you don't. I've seen that yes. by following you on Facebook. Usually your T-shirt says something really nasty that we can't say on yes. the radio, but beautifully nasty. Yes. Yes. And I saw on one of your posts the other day when you wrote, you know, F cancer, and someone wrote, oh, Terry, must you use those words? And you wrote back. What did you say? I said, making for you. It's not appropriate, and it doesn't feel right for you to say that. But for me, it gives me the strength I need to continue this fight because, darn it all, there are no better words to describe this horrific disease. And it's tried to take my life many times. So, yeah, that would be a word that I choose to describe cancer. Terry Bodie is our guest. She has been battling cancer for many, many years, and she's been doing it in style is the only way to say it, and out loud and uh, calling attention to herself and lifting everybody up along the way. So, Terry, how do you 
chemo and all of the treatments aside, what else do you do to keep yourself in the game? Keep myself sane and keep myself from driving off a cliff. Yes, I'll tell you that. The one thing, music is my uplifting soul go-to. I love music. I love dance. I love working out, even if it's just a walk. I love going outside and looking at nature. Here in Arizona, you know, we have lots of mountains. I climb mountains, not very quickly, slowly, but I climb mountains. I go to the top and I just breathe it all in and think, wow, this is, this is an amazing, amazing life, you know? And I try to give back to the children that I teach on the days that I'm not on chemo, I, I, I'm a substitute teacher now. I taught for 25 years. I can't take on a full classroom now because of my treatment and because of all the appointments that I have and things. But on days that I don't have chemo and that I don't have my injections, I'm in the classroom and I'm subbing for my friends. And just being with children, 35, seven-year-olds, some people would say, oh my goodness, are you kidding me? I love it. I thrive off of that. And I'm able to teach the children, you know, because they ask, where's your hair? And, and all of this. And what is that thing uh, on your chest, that my port, you know, mm-hmm. uh, for my medication? And I tell them that, and I, I'm completely honest with them. So I'm able to share with them, you know, my journey. And a lot of them have experienced it with their family or friends, and I hear their stories, too. And, and that is what really keeps me going, just all those things, dance, working out, teaching, spreading the joy in the chemo room, you know, and just realizing I'm blessed and I've got strength and that keeps me going for the next day. I've got people to inspire. I got to get up. I got to do this. Beautiful. Yeah. Terry Ah. Bodie, she lives in Arizona. You can find her on Facebook. She is an inspiration to the masses. And Ah. what's next for you? Well, Casey, let's see. Funny that you asked because I am on a new chemo and I'm taking this in stride. I have scans at the end of this month, so we're praying that my spots on my liver have shrunk, and I'm praying, praying, praying. This is my third chemo we've tried for uh, these new spots. So up next is possibly a trial chemo and just a lot of more inspiring to do. This will be a new chemo room that I'm going to enter, and I haven't met any of these people, so what's next is for me to put smiles on their faces and just, gosh, live life and wake up every day and work out, spread joy, and just be blessed. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to get in the classroom this year, New Year, so I'm really excited to do that, too. I miss my kids. When you are praying, what kind of a sense do you get from your prayers? You know, I have to be honest, I'm not one to go to a Sunday Mass every Sunday. My mother, of course, goes every Saturday and prays for me. But I have my ritual at night where I do a lot of talking to God, thanking Him, asking Him for strength, just just speaking on with Him about how much strength He has given me and how I'm so thankful for these days. And, and I wish that people would be as thankful as I am just for little days for for waking up and and I ask you know God daily to just let people realize what an amazing world we live in and how blessed we are you know and I thank him for the strength that he's given me every night I do that I truly think you know that's what's kept me going is just praying positively and thanking him and and that and that's important to me and what are you going to do today 
So today, let's see, I have on the agenda, I have an ejection in two hours, and then I've got, believe it or not, I'm going to try a spin class <laughs> today. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. My legs are feeling pretty good, so I think I'm going to do that. It's far too hot to hike a mountain, and I've always wanted to try a spin class, so I'm going to do that after my injection today. <laughs> and I'll say a prayer before that. I hope I remain on the bike and remain strong enough to do it. <laughs> Terry Bodie, you do not disappoint. What else do you want <laughs> listeners to know this morning? You know... Just smile every day. Say hi to a stranger. You never know what they're going through because there's many of us fighting cancer and other icky diseases, you know? Say hi. I always try to smile and say hi to somebody. And don't, and just, again, it's don't sweat the small stuff. It's, it's a silly statement maybe, but it's cliche, but it's true. Because guess what? Those things, they're temporary. Temporary. However long it's temporary, it'll go away. When you're fighting a life-threatening disease with no cure, that ain't temporary, honey, you know? So you just got to realize these tough times, they're temporary. You'll get through them. Say some prayers. Be strong. Realize, temporary, I can do this. And smile. And smile. Terry Bodie. T-E-R-I-B-O-D-E. Find her on Facebook and enjoy the love she is pouring out to all she meets. Love you, Terry. Say hi to Mama. Mary Nicoletti from Queens and Brooklyn. I don't know how she got out to Arizona, but I hope she can find a decent grocery store. If not, call me. I'll head to Arthur Avenue and send a package. Okay. What would happen if you had a conversation with your money? We are going to find out next, so get your money ready. We're going to be talking to it. First, meet Marcy Manfredonia, an energetic businesswoman from Custom Candle Co. I got the candle businesses because I love candles so much. And the problem we have is me and my boys, we have asthma and tons of allergies. And every time we would burn a candle, we would all get sick. So I really want to find something eco-friendly and something that, you know, we can burn and not get sick. And I decided, you know what, there's not many companies like that out there. And we started our own candle line. So what is so special about your candles? How are they good for people with allergies? We use soy. So this way it burns much cleaner. We use a lot of also Himalayan salts, which is perfect, uh, negative ions. And we also pour the candles into that. So it does benefit, you know, the breathing. It doesn't have that toxic or the paraffin in them. And I hear they're beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, we try to. We use a lot of recycled bottles. So this way we give another purpose, another life to the vessel. So we use some wine bottles that would normally go to landfills and make candles in them. Now, you've created quite a business here. You have three shops. So we have three we candle stores and we have a couple of other businesses in the community. Do you want to tell us about those? Um, yes, I would love to. So what we did was with the candle store in Bedford Hills, we do a lot of weddings and uh, favors and gifts and we wanted somewhere where you can sit down and talk and go over what you, you're really looking for. So we decided that we were opening up a little area, which now we call Bedford Hills Wine and Beer because it was such a great gathering. People loved it to come by, have a drink, talk about candles or just come here, just talk about family. And we, we introduced that to the community and people love it and then we have three locations Danford, Connecticut now and then we have one in the Westchester Mall and then after that because I was uh, with a fibromyalgia I got into the CBD changed my life and I actually now have a whole line and a whole store in the same stores that were in Bethany Hills and that's Live Natural CBD Live Natural and we actually put one part of the store and just dedicated just to all the CBD products we get such a good response and we have so many people that are 
not educated, you know, and they're not too sure. They come in, they feel comfortable, they talk to us, and every one of my employees and staff have taken the CBD and actually changed their lives. So, like we say before, we're not just selling the product, we're consumers also. So we have Custom Candle Co., Bedford Hills Wine and Beer, and CBD Live Natural. Marcy Manfredonia, when do you sleep? I don't. <laughs> actually, I never felt better in my life since I started taking my CBD. I feel like I'm 20 years old again. It's just an amazing feeling. And you know what? There's a lot to do. So you know what? I have plenty of time to sleep. As long as I'm feeling good, I'm going to keep on going. And where can we go for more information about all of this? CBDLiveNatural.com. You can go to CustomCandleCo.com and Bedford Hills Wine and Beer. So Bedford Hills Wine and Beer, we have loads and loads of community gatherings, too. So they can actually check that all out on our website. Anything else our listeners need to know? Shop local. It's great. You know what? You know what you're getting. is all made here in the U.S. Come by. That's Marcy Manfredonia, Custom Candle Co. and CBD Live Natural. Now, let's go into your purse and pockets. Are you friends with your money? Would you like to make friends with your money? Calling in from Japan, Ken Honda, Japan's number one best-selling personal development guru. He can teach us how to achieve peace of mind with what's in your wallet. Ken says we like to think money is just a number on a piece of paper. But Ken says money is energy, and that energy has the power to smile, and that energy has the power to change when it's given with a certain feeling. It impacts givers and receivers. You can give money to buy Ken's new book, Happy Money. And Ken said he learned the only two lessons we need to know from his mentor. There are only two things. One is thank the money when it comes in, and when you spend it, also thank the money. That's it. That's what he taught you. Thank the money as it comes and thank the money as it goes. Why do we thank the money when it goes? Because you're receiving something that could be goods or services in exchange for money. So that way you are receiving something from somebody that you're uh, giving money to. So that's the reason why you thank the money for being with you, even if it's a short visit, and also uh, for giving us something in exchange for it. It's almost like uh, treating um, money as your friend. And that way you can start the cycle of appreciation in your life and that creates more abundance in your life somehow and it works. All right, I believe you, Japan's best-selling Zen millionaire. If there's happy money, what is unhappy money? Unhappy money is the money that you receive with frustration and also sadness. For example, if you do what you don't like and receive money, that's unhappy money. If you are unwilling to give to tax or rent or mortgage, and if you do that out of unwillingness, that's unhappy money. All right. Is there any way to turn unhappy money into happy money? That's a great question. I also came up with the right word for that. I call it happy money cleansing, happy money laundry. Happy money laundering. How do we do that and not go to jail? (laughs) Yeah. So if you receive money, you thank the money. And even if the money was given to you not in a happy way, you thank the money or you thank the person who gave you the money or the company. And then um, once again, you cleanse it with your gratitude. And when you give out the money, thank the money and thank the people again. So that way, unhappy money gets turned into happy money, happy money laundering. I like it. Ken Honda, our guest, Happy Money, the beautiful new book that could change your life. Now, do we really need to talk to our money or is this something we should feel inside or should we hold our money and feel grateful? How do we do it? (laughs) 
For just a game, I want you to take uh, uh, money out of your wallet or uh, take a look at your credit card and just talk to the card or money. And you'd be surprised what kind of answer you get in imagination. And when, if you talk to it in person, you feel like a funny shame, guilt, a frustration, and the emotions you have toward money. And you'd be surprised how many mixed emotions we have around money. Right. And we kind of bury our mixed emotions about money. We don't talk about it. Much. Right. And it's the same thing everywhere. I teach this internationally, and it's surprising how many people are so confused.、Uh, we're feeling either guilt, you know, wealthy people tend to feel funny guilt, and、uh, middle class people feel frustration.、Uh, financially challenged people, they feel shame. So, in any way, we feel mixed emotion money. The healthiest way is to feel like a friendly feeling toward money. Almost treating your best friend because money will give you freedom. Money will give you good roof on your head, over your head, and、uh, all the great things that you need in life. Ken Honda, Happy Money, the man from Japan. Well, I'd like to help you spend your money wisely when it comes to advertising or broadcasting your message. So, I hope you will join me at the Open Center in New York City. August 14th for an evening of engaging. It's media training. I'll get you right up on the stage and we'll do an impromptu interview, or you can just watch. It's going to be a great night at the Open Center, August 14th, media training. And then August 16th through the 18th, we've got a spiritual summer weekend vacation planned at Graymore. Come get inspired, and I bet we'll get a little groovy too because it is the 50th anniversary of the Woodstock weekend. Okay, Casey.co, K A C E Y.co has more. Please make time for you. And speaking of time, our thought for the day is from Steve Maraboli, who said, Although time seems to fly by, it never travels faster than one day at a time. Each day is a new opportunity to live your life to the fullest. Shine on. You've been listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show for your entertainment only. Heard Sunday mornings on 100.7 WHUD and on Real Country's 920, 1260, and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Subscribe to Shine On on iTunes and SoundCloud and catch a show anytime at casey.co. That's K A C E Y.co. Shine On.